The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. This is what John the Baptist proclaimed. One mightier than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop and loosen the thongs of his sandals. I have baptized you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. It happened in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized in the Jordan by John. On coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens being torn open and the spirit like a dove descending upon him. And a voice came from the heavens. You are my beloved son. With you, I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Okay, good for us. We have a a repeat of uh, Saturday's Gospel uh, reading, and it's um, you know really remarkable. Again, contains uh, so much of of the Christian gospel, if not if not the whole thing. It just ha- it's just a matter of it being uh, unpacked for us. But I think it's uh, it's enough for us to to meditate on, you know, the the opening lines of the passage, right? The the, the proclamation of of John the Baptist as we celebrate here uh, the the baptism of the Lord, one mightier than I is coming after me. One mightier than I is coming after me. And I think it's, again, it's, it's quite profound. Even though we see, you know, uh, John the Baptist, a bit of a strange figure. You know, we talk about power, might, the rest. I mean, he had the power of, of the crowd, right? I mean, he had the, he had the power of popularity. Uh, he had the, he had the people, um, you know, to, to do what, what he ordered them to do. I mean, and it wasn't, um, you know, it, it wasn't nothing. Say the the ritual of of their being uh, plunged into water, the, their their uh, purification, uh, the uh, their commitment to to going God's way, you know, having having repented of of their own way. This is this is not say a a, a small um, and certainly not a private uh, declaration on, on their part, and and demanded something of you know public humility. Uh, which uh, uh, you know, I I don't I don't know about you, but perhaps is uh, for for me is not that easy to to come by, right? It's like a you know the, the kind the thing that feels like humiliation, right? To put yourself on the spot and to uh, to uh, to um, acknowledge the fact that you are in need, really, of of anything, right? To go so to go through that uh, ritual uh, purification of of John the Baptist was cer- certainly nothing small, right? And and they were willing to do it. Uh, in preparation for the coming of the kingdom of God, right? The people were eager to see uh, the kingdom of God come in in power, right? Mightier than I, in in power and glory. And I, I think even the the um, the baptism scene, the, Jesus's baptism, is is of course a, a strange scene. But uh, but by this point, you know, even though it's the first chapter of, of Mark's gospel, and no matter where we pick it up in terms of the the, the gospel narratives themselves. Uh, the, the baptism is is a strange scene, but all the scenes before that have been strange as well. So it's like, okay, just get just get into it. You know, you're reading a strange gospel. You're reading a strange biography of the of the life of Jesus. Um, and uh, you know, if we if we thought you know um, the, that his that again the baptism scene is strange, then. You know the the power and glory of the newborn king, you know itself is is a, is a strange reality that he's born into squalor, right? He's laid in a feeding trough and and all the rest, and it'll get stranger still as he goes to uh, as he goes to his his death for us. 
um, you know, stooping down as low as is humanly possible, stooping down as low as is divinely possible in order to raise up his fallen world. But this is what he's going to do. He's going to affect that renewal from within. Yeah. So he's come, Jesus has come as the head of his people. God has come and, and made, and made himself to be the head of his people. And it's ours then to, to follow him in faith. And this is why, you know, we, we can go through, you know, this is to put it very mildly, right? We can go through very strange periods of our life. We can go, we can go through any number of trials, tribulations and the rest. We've got real difficulties. We've also got great, great joys and the like. The, the issue is, you know, whether or not Jesus is at the head, right? Whether or not it's, it's we are following Jesus and he is making a way because, you know, our lives are going to be, this way and that way, they're going to be up and down and, and all over. But the, the real question is whether or not they're going to make sense in the, in the great scheme of things. And, uh, and they do if Jesus is at the head. They don't when he's not. And so we don't want to be just simply spinning our wheels, uh, you know, on our life and whether or not we feel as though we make no progress. If Jesus is there at the head and we are growing in, um, in trust of him, we're growing in obedience to him, then we're not simply spinning our wheels, even if it might look to the outside world, or sometimes it feels like, you know, we are, uh, with, uh, as, as we continue, as we grow into faithfulness to Jesus, uh, we in fact know that we're not. And th- this is the, this is again, the wildness of, of the Christmas story. Yeah. Is that, you know, we look at the birth, the birth of God as man. Yeah, and we and we celebrate that. We're right to celebrate that. We have to celebrate also the birth of God as man in me, right? In you, you have to. It's this is as we celebrate the birth of God as man. We're actually celebrating the advancing of God's purposes, right? And the coming and the coming to birth of of His rule, the advancing of His rule throughout all creation. But then, of course, we turn to the question of how it is that he's going to advance his rule. And then you look at this, you know, motley crew that he's assembled here this morning. This, I mean, I, I can rip you, especially when you, when you all look like you shoveled out this morning, you know, whether or not you did. You know, it's like you're, we're all over the place, right? It's like, okay, we're, he, this is how he's advancing his rule in the world. This is how he wants to bring his rule of love to, to life in the world. It's in us. And it's through us. And so we're right to marvel at the thing. We're right to marvel at the, the plan of God as it unfolds. But we can't exempt ourselves. Yeah, so it's a, it's a greater marvel still. You know, of, of all the marvels that we celebrate, it's a greater marvel still that he's called us into his service. And so it's ours then to, of course, to come before the crib and to, and to uh, adore the Lord, but it's to come towards the altar and to lay our lives down in, in sacrifice for the king who laid himself down in sacrifice for us. We give ourselves over to him. We, pl- we pledge ourselves, our hearts, our lives, everything we have and everything we are to God. We give ourselves over to him in thankful praise so that we can serve him with everything we've got and so bring uh, his kingdom to life on earth as it is in heaven.